Welcome to Designer Discussions with Jason, Miriam, and Maria. Today, we're going to talk about how to know when you need a press release. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. This episode is brought to you by Get Ink DIY. Interior designers that want to break into that luxury design market are going to need those press placements and publications that really set them apart. Getting DIY is a do-it-yourself PR course for interior designers with a monthly membership that holds you accountable and helps you to get all that amazing press that you want. Check out Get Inc. DIY and get an opportunity to work with our PR best friend, Miriam Lapooner. Thank you, Jason. And actually, I could answer that question with a very, very short answer, and I could say probably never if you're an interior designer, but that'd be too simplistic. So um, let's dive into it a little bit deeper. So we're talking about press releases and some people call them press releases. Some people call them news releases, media releases, media announcements, media alerts is a kind of press release too. So there's different Um, names for it out there, I think, which can be a little bit confusing. And from my experience um, in talking with interior designers, I know that a lot of them have the wrong idea of what a press release is. So let's um, see what it really is. So I dug up a definition um, which says a press release is an official statement delivered to members of the news media for the purpose of providing information, an official statement, or making an announcement. And that's not super helpful, right? But that's really what it is. So the main idea that I want to convey is that if you just write an email to a journalist, that's not a press release, okay? A press release really is an an official document that has a specific format um, that follows a certain structure that we'll talk about a little bit and that you send out to more than one media news outlet, typically. If you just were going to go to one or two or three um, media outlets or journalists, you definitely don't need a press release. And Normally, if you have just, you know, if you want to make a pitch, you know, that's different from a press release, okay? A press release is only for formal announcement. For instance, when you'd use it, and this is why typically bigger companies um, use it and smaller companies use them less and entrepreneurs and and small businesses use them very, very little. But but some of the reasons why you would want to issue a press release, and trust me, I've written hundreds of press releases in my life. I still write a lot of them, actually. So I'm very familiar with this topic. Um, But when you launch your company is a good... it's a good idea to issue a press release because that's a big event, right? When you launch a new product or service, when you hire an executive um, for your firm, when you win an award, when you have a new big client partnership to announce, when you have significant company growth um, or other economic um, news, 
that's a good idea. When you're exhibiting or speaking at an event is also uh, uh, one of the times when I frequently issue press release for my clients. When you have a new office location or when you um, when you start partnering with a charitable organization or do something really fun on an official scale. So those are the different, um, there's, there's some other ones. Um, and I always treat it on as a case by case basis, but not everything deserves a press release. And I, my favorite example for this is when I worked um, for Kohler company, um, we wrote a lot of press releases because the company obviously launches a boatload of new products um, every year and has other news to announce too. But we'd work a lot with the um, the product marketing teams and they all somehow getting a press release for your product is like a badge of honor, you know, and especially if you can get yourself quoted in there. So they would um, push us to write press releases about their products. And one time, Somebody from the kitchens team came to me and they wanted a press release on a new duo strainer, <clears throat> right? The duo strainer is the thing that plugs the the uh, the, the hole in the sink. <laughs> and <clears throat> I said to him, I said, well, the question you have to ask yourself when you issue a press release is who cares? If the, if the answer to that question is only you care, then... <laughs> It's not worth issuing a press release, you know, and you can use this question pretty much in all cases, right? If you're the only one who cares, then don't issue a press release. The media are not going to want to know about it, right? You should see my my two co-hosts are the crack. And I, was that that funny? Okay. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true story. So like I had said, Really, mostly larger companies issue um, the press releases. And th the structure that you, you want to employ when you write a press release, it's, it's, it's very simple. It's a journalistic approach. It's basically the who, what, when, where, why approach. And press releases are super <clears throat> factual, okay? It's not a sales announcement. It's not marketing speak. Another one of my pet peeves when I'm writing uh, press releases for larger companies is they will send me their advertising copy and they will say, okay, here's, you know, you can use this. And I'm like, no, I can't because the journalist is going to just delete my email when he sees the salesy, he or she see the salesy language in the press release. I'm like, we're not trying to sell, right? We're trying to inform we're sharing information. We're educating our audience about why, Whatever we have to tell them is important, and hopefully then they will understand why it's important for their audience too, and they will um, they will cover it. It's like when you issue a press release, you can't. There's very few media outlets out there. Some on the trade side will pick up your press release as it is, which is why it's so important that you write it in a way that the media can easily use it without having to edit out all your uniques and best in the world and all those, you know, claims that you can never substantiate anyway. So just that's why you want to write it as if you were the journalist, right? If you were the journalist and you'd write it for your media outlet, 
they can just take it and plug it in and and it it it's fine right because it's not like the company is touting themselves and their achievement a little bit you know you just have to be subtle about it so there's a um there's a backgrounder at the end that's like a basically a little we call it boilerplate too it's like a little paragraph about um who you are as a company and this sounds fairly simple, but I would advise you, if you want to issue a press release, don't write it yourself, but hire a professional, you know, hire a PR person. I am a big proponent of, of especially in the interior design world, you doing your own PR, you're perfectly capable, but writing a press release is a special skill that, that you can't just pick up in an afternoon. I actually, just to put it in perspective, I had um, an old colleague of mine who's a copywriter. So he writes advertising copy and he was applying for a new job that also involved writing press releases. And he had to, for the, for the application process, he had to write um, a press release as a test, right? And he came to me for advice. So this is a guy who has like 30 years of copywriting experience, but he knows that he's not a PR person. He doesn't, it's a different style of writing, right? You need to have a specialist who helps you with that so you can get the maximum um, results out of it. So hire a professional if you need a press release. And that being said, so when do you, when should you, you know, like, is there ever an opportunity or a reason for an interior design business to, to issue a press release? And I would say yes. Um, so like I said, like if you open a showroom, for instance, um, if you launch a book or a podcast or a licensing deal, um, if it, it really any of the reasons that I listed before, if that's happening for your business, it's, it, it can make sense to, to issue a press release. And when you go talk to that professional, you can also ask them their opinion. Say, do you think, you know, is it a good idea for me to issue a press release? And if they are worth their money, um, they will tell you yes or no, and not just tell you yes to write the press release, right? Um, so when you have this press release written, and um, maybe in the show notes, we can link to an example so you, you can see what, what it actually looks like in real life. I'll link to one of the press releases um, that I wrote. Um, so then what do you do with it? Um, there's a few different things that you typically do. It's like a lot of, if you have a, a, a news or a press area on your website, you could include it in there. Um, preferably, you'd include um, press coverage that you generate from the press release, but you can also just include the press release itself. Like larger companies, oftentimes they will have press rooms and it's just press releases, right? It has press releases and images and information about the company, but um, typically you won't need that. So, but you want to post it somewhere, you know, you can put it um, on your social media, definitely on LinkedIn. You see a lot of press releases. Um, it's just people like information, right? Then you can, if you have a media list, um, if you're a little, you know, further along in your PR journey, you may have a media list of 
don't know, a dozen, several dozen, however many people are on there, but you can send the press release out to your media list um, in, in sort of a mass mailing. It's not the preferred way. The preferred way would be that you send individual emails to your media contacts and you attach the press release as information, right? So in your email, you customize and you tell them why this news is important for them specifically, and then you have all the information in the press release. There is also um, the, the possibility to put it on a newswire, which um, is a great idea because it helps with SEO. So you put you pay a little bit of money. Um, you work with a, a newswire um, that distributes your press release to a wider audience. And what's nice is you have guaranteed pickup, right? So you can get your your press release on Yahoo, on MarketWatch, on, on a bunch of different websites out there. And it always gets picked up, you know, but you're not, it's not the, the most valuable coverage, but it gives you some breadth, right? And it will help with the backlinks um, to your website. So I used to sort of veer away a little bit from posting it on wires because it's, it's, it's like cheating a little bit for a PR person, but it's legitimate because times have changed and SEO is very important. And it's, it's a good idea for you to have your information out there on the web in as many um, reputable places as possible. And, and a newswire distribution is a good idea to do that. So the bottom line is, like I said, I think most of you will never have to issue a press release. Um, but I hope that this gives you a little bit better understanding of what it is and what, if ever, you're going to um, want to think about hiring somebody to write that press release and get it out into the media sphere for you. Miriam, I have a question about press releases. As an interior designer, would it be that you have a project that's coming up that it'll benefit other people, like a large group of people, then it would be an, a good opportunity to talk about it in a press release. Like if you're working on a new restaurant or a new doctor's office or something like that, where it was going to be servicing a community, um, is that more of an ideal time to talk about having a press release about something like that? Um, in a case like that, I would, I'd probably not issue a press release. Um, if you did, I would do it when the project is completed. Like if you're a really big company and you land a new client, sometimes you will issue a press release. Um, but for an interior design project, I probably would. I would use it. I would use the news on other of your own channels. I mean, yeah, I would put it on social media. You know, you could even have a mention on your website. Um the media, I don't think are going to care at that point. Um, so I wouldn't do it. And I wouldn't write a press release just to put it on a wire. I would really only write a press release if the news is legitimate and you think you can get some real media coverage, earned media coverage with it. But once once the project is finished, um, if, if you're collaborating on on a project that a lot of people are involved in, you always want to coordinate with these other key stakeholders in the project. That's another thing. But to me, because it is a project, I would turn that into a pitch 
because it's the coverage is going to be exclusive, right? So if you're if you have a really nice project, um, like you're going to want to pitch it as an exclusive to your top choice of media outlet, right? Because if you issue a press release, it's not exclusive. So you're gonna you're you would only do that if you're approaching several uh, a number um, of media outlets at the same time. So for projects, I'm not gonna say never. You know, or maybe you pitch the exclusive first and then you turn it into a press release and then you put it on a wire, you know, and there's actually if you have a very high profile project, there's um, a specific um, wire that's that's for architect and design projects that we can also it's called um, V2Com and um, that can be a good idea. But I wouldn't. I would not do it before the project, and I probably just would keep it to a pitch, unless, you know, it's a really, really, really big deal. Awesome! Thanks for clearing that up. And like I said, we'd have to look at that. It's like you want to look at each piece of news at each project, and then you think through it, and then you make a decision. So sometimes it's a little difficult to make these generic decisions, but. Um, that that would be my guideline. This is amazing information, Miriam. So for anyone in the audience that wants to know more, how do they do so? That's an excellent question. Um, you can always um, send me an email at miriam at getinkdiy. You can go to my website. You can find me on social media. And, and I'm happy um, to, to answer questions you have. There's a lot of articles out there on the internet I am honestly not sure how helpful some of them are. And I do think that um, as an interior design business, you're in a very um, special situation and not all the rules apply to all the businesses. But if you ever have questions, yes, by all means, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. We are happy to have Miriam here as uh, the co-host, and she loves to help all designers. So feel free to reach out to her when you have a question of any kind. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and share this with all of your designer friends. And we hope to see you all here next week on Designer Discussions. This episode is brought to you by Get Ink DIY. Interior designers that want to break into that luxury design market are going to need those press placements and publications that really set them apart. Getting DIY is a do-it-yourself PR course for interior designers with a monthly membership that holds you accountable and helps you to get all that amazing press that you want. Check out Getting DIY and get an opportunity to work with our PR best friend, Miriam Lapooner. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening. <laughs>